it's time for a reading. Does that sound good? Yeah! Can we give my most beautiful assistant a round of applause? Excellent. So, I wonder if you've got a favourite piece of clothing. 
something that fits you just right. You know, if someone said to you, uh, what would you like to wear today? And you could wear anything that you would always choose that thing. Something that perhaps you think makes you look awesome and cool or uh, uh, just something that uh, you would choose over everything. Do you know what this is? This is not just any shoe, oh no. This is my favourite shoe. Well, I've actually got the other one here, so this is one of my pair of favourite shoes. Um, and they're perfect. There is not a shoe on this planet like it. They are perfect for walking. I walked to church this morning in them, and uh, uh, they just work perfectly. They're great for driving and skidding and handbrake turns in, and they're great for skateboarding in, even though I am the world's worst skateboarder. Their shoes never let me down. Um, and I've got the laces just right, so that I don't have to undo and do the laces up. I can just slip my foot inside, it keeps it snug, and then I can just pull it out again. It is perfect in every way. Now, I don't know whether um, there's a such thing as a, shoe, as a shoe scientist. I've never met a shoe scientist, but I bet they probably exist. Now, I want you to imagine there is, for a moment, uh, such things as shoe scientists and they love to get together. And I want you to imagine the very best shoe scientists, the ones that have gone to Oxford and Cambridge, the ones that have gone to the, was it, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, and all the best universities uh, in the world. And all these shoe scientists get together, and they brainstorm, and they compile all their knowledge, and they use all their technical instruments, and they're there to make the best shoe ever, the most comfortable shoe ever. Do you know what? Even after a year of experimentation, sharing knowledge and working hard, they will never get as good as these shoes because they are just so good. Now, I love wearing these. Hopefully I've conveyed that impression to you and some of you are like, well, I fancy a pair of these now and you snap them and you're going to find them online. Um, but even while I love wearing these shoes, there is a problem. These shoes, and I cannot overstate this, are rubbish for running. Absolutely terrible. They may know be the most comfortable shoes in the world, but they are the worst shoes for running. They are heavy. The soles are really stiff, so they don't move with your foot. There's no cushioning in the sole. They aren't breathable, so your feet get hot and sweat, smelly and nasty, and they've got absolutely no grip on them. I tried running in them uh, during the winter, and I've still got scars on my knees where I kept slipping over because they have no grip. These shoes are maybe my most favourite ones, but they are useless for running. They slow me down, and at worst, they can give me an injury, give me shin splints or something like that. This is the problem with being comfortable. It is true for being comfortable in so many different things. Sometimes being comfortable is brilliant. I acknowledge that we feel safe and secure and we feel happy. But sometimes being comfortable stops us experiencing new things, stops us going further, 
stops us enjoying stuff that we should really enjoy. For instance, it's easy to love one type of food. If you've got children, you will know that they often gravitate to one particular type, and it's probably greasy and fatty. Um, but if they want that particular food and they choose it every time, they will never experience all the other taste sensations in the world. If they only choose fish fingers again and again, they will never get to taste curry. They will never get, get to taste uh, um, roast chicken. They will never get to taste uh, eggs and bacon. We may like one type of music and we may gravitate to that again and again. But if we do that, we rob ourselves of all the other types of music, all the other wonderful artists out there who are creating amazing noises. We may enjoy video games or playing with our phones, and that may be our safe and secure place where we just interact with this little screen. But if we do that, and if we stay in our comfortable place, we will never explore the world around us. We will never get out into nature. We will never enjoy forests and the sea. We will never enjoy uh, all sorts of things the world has to offer. Sometimes being comfortable stops us uh, experiencing new amazing things. Today, Sam really helpfully uh, read us the story of Moses. Moses was comfortable as a shepherd. He knew what he had to do. He had to look after the sheep. He was quite clear on his job. He was good at it. His father-in-law, Jethro, trusted him implicitly with his riches of sheep. And Moses got to lead them around and find uh, 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 food for them. He got to protect them uh, uh, from wild animals and he was comfortable being a shepherd. But God had other plans. God needed to tell this shepherd that he needed to become uncomfortable. Moses needed to move out of his comfort zone. He was going to have to perform miracles, he was going to have to defeat a king and he was going to rescue an entire nation. If a shepherd is going to do those things, then he is going to have to get uncomfortable. Moses wanted to cling to his old trainers that he knew all about and that just did exactly what he wanted them to do. But God wanted him to put on some running shoes. God would uh, use Moses so God's people would run away from death, from slavery and from hate. God would use Moses so God's people would run into freedom and liberty and prosperity. Does that sound like good things to run into? Yes! Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I forget I can interact with the audience a little more now. You'll have to forgive me. Um, so Moses is going to be scared because he has to pull different shoes. He hasn't worn these ones before. They're uncomfortable. They're not what he's used to. They perform differently. The attributes of the old shoes are not the same as the new one, and it would be difficult. He would have sleepless nights. He would worry. He would sweat. He would. 
think that perhaps he got it wrong. But by the end, Moses will have pleased God, he will have helped other people, and he would have done things that get written down and retold for thousands of years. Does that sound good? Yes! yes. Another hallelujah. Hallelujah! Excellent. The challenge Moses faced at the burning bush is one that all of us in this room face. God has lovingly made each of us. Before we were even conceived, God knew of us. And he has amazing plans for us. You are not an accident, you are not a mistake. You are not merely there to just survive. He has plans for you. He has good things for you to do. And through his Holy Spirit, he wants to help you do those things. He doesn't say, this is what you've got to do, now get on with it. He gives you help. He gives us help. And so we must learn to listen to the Holy Spirit. We must be prepared, this is the truth bubble of this morning, to be uncomfortable. You don't get to be comfortable in this new thing God has for you. It is not easy. It is not something that uh, your head hits the pillow and you go instantly asleep. It is stuff you worry about and fret about. It is stuff that you have to work at. You have to embrace new adventures. There are new things ahead. And this all starts with saying yes to Jesus. You can't go any further down this route without saying yes to Jesus and believing that his death on the cross and resurrection makes you new. And that suddenly you start with a clean slate and you are welcomed into God's presence and he goes, right now, let's begin. Everyone say yes. Yes! So whether you knew what that meant or not, that is the first step in taking uh, uh, this route towards God's plans and purposes. We are saved. This is such a great truth of our faith. We are saved not by works, not by sweat, not by toil, not by self-discipline. We are just saved by kindness. What a great faith that is. God saves us by kindness. And what happens when we say yes to Jesus? Can I have everyone say yes? Yes! When we say yes to Jesus, um, our hearts change. And we start being kind to other people because just as our Father is kind, we replicate that. And we start being kind to other people too. And so this morning, many of us would have said yes to Jesus, but then when he says, right, these are the plans and purposes I've got for you, we like Moses go, I can't do that. Everyone say, I can't do that. I can't do that. Excellent. Very good participation. That's like that new freshness after we've all been locked down for so long. We find it difficult to forgive. We find it difficult to be generous. We find it difficult to learn new things. You know, we're happy with what we know. Our brains are already too full to acquire any knowledge. We don't want to risk anything, you know. We want to play it safe. We've got what we want. We don't want to endanger things. And we don't want to work hard. You know, we've got to a place where life is comfortable. But the Bible tells us this, that we are God's 
handiwork, that we are created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Everyone say good works. Good works. And this is what I really enjoy. God doesn't make it up in your life as you go along. Go, oh, Ben's at the bus stop. We better find a good work to do. Or Francis is in the pool club. Let's find a good thing to do. He prepares them in advance for us to do. There are opportunities out there that God goes, right, this is it, Ken. What are you going to do? And we either grasp it or we keep being comfortable. And we are told that his Holy Spirit, which lives inside Christians, will help us. And yes, we get scared. Yes, we get uncomfortable. Yes, we stumble over our words. Yes, things don't always go easy, but God helps us. You know, I acknowledge that sometimes we whine about, God, I just want to wear those comfy shoes again. You're making me do all sorts of things uh, uh, which I'm not really up for. And God says, you know, it's time to put away your comfy trainers. It's time to put on your running shoes because you've got something amazing ahead of you. And when you've lived your life, you'll be able to say you've pleased God. You've helped each, uh, you've helped other people and you've been exactly who you were supposed to be. And so I promise you this morning as I finish, Put on the running shoes God has for you because they speed you to his very best. And what this means is not that just you get fulfilled, not that just God is happy with you, but the people around you are helped too. Doesn't that sound great? Yes. Doesn't that sound great? Yes. Okay, I realise no one wants to be uncomfortable. But the end result is going to be worth it. Please bow your heads. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this story of Moses. We thank you that you took this comfortable shepherd and made him into uh, this world-renowned leader. And Lord God, I pray for each of us in this room that we would say yes to Jesus, that we would welcome in your Holy Spirit, that we would listen to your Holy Spirit, that we would prepare to be uncomfortable and that we would achieve the good things that you've set aside for us to do. And all God's people said, Amen! Amen. Amen.